Ladies and gentlemen who are old enough to have a shitty back. <laughs> Fuck, you try it. You fucking, nah, I gotta do this. I gotta fucking you, you, you do this. You can nail this, okay? You can nail it. I got this. All right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen who are old enough to have a shitty back, thank you for tuning in to another heavy-hitting episode of Couch Cornerman. I'm Dave, and I'm here with your co-host, D, and we'll be your cornerman for over the next hour, giving you only the hottest and realest takes on the fights inside and outside of the octagon, as well as everyday life. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you don't have time to give us your ears, you can steal our stanky memes from our meme page on Instagram uh, at the name Couch Cornerman. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, same at. As we already stated, this program is for a mature audience and there will be excessive profanity, conversations about violence, drug use, and other mature themes. So without further ado, let's get the fuck into it. You mean let's get the fuck into the sleeping giant that was last week? The sleeping yes. giant that was fight night. On it, I, I have, I've said it throughout the week. I'm going to say it again. This was was not a card for casuals. Yes, every fight was a finish, but those were all earned finishes. Those are all third round. They Maybe were third round. They those were wars. Like so I, grindy. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't even like a back and forth war. Yeah, they, they were grind. You had you had to ew ew, but you had they had to grind that window. Honestly, bro, it was um, definitely a card with. Uh, you know, some c- kind of guys you, you don't really uh, know the names of, but, um, you know, they're they're out here grinding, and, uh, you know, they definitely, everybody who got a finish deserves a round of applause. We're not really going to go much into each fight here. Um, specifically, we're not going to get get all crazy into it, but, um, yeah, there's just a couple things we're, we're going to hit on. So uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll let you take this one away here. Uh, start Billy Quarantillo, first uh, first fight of the night, beats uh, Gabriel Benitez, the uh, TKO. Uh, this one was unique. I actually really liked it. Um, he actually had he, he had his back on the ground. Like, he was – his back was on the ground. He had the dude's back. He was on his back, and he finished him via TKO. So that, that was interesting. That was, yeah, that cool. was interesting. I liked that. Uh, that was uh, 340 in the third round. So as we said, deep grinded that one out. It's a good fight. Uh, second fight of the night, we had uh, Rodolfo Vieira defeat Dustin Stoltzfus. I hope I said that right. Stoltzfus. I like it. Yeah, close enough. That was a rear naked choke. Uh Two minutes around three. If sorry, one fifty-four uh, around three. So another grinder. Uh, we got Mentus Gamra, Gamro, probably. Uh, be yep. Jeremy Stevens. This was the quick one of the night. Via Kimura. Kimura. We got a minute five seconds into the first round. I'm so. just gonna say, just gonna say one thing about about Jeremy Stevens. He might have to hang it up, bro. He cannot fucking win a fight at this point. Um, I, I remember can buy one. Yeah, probably not. They're not for sale for him, at least. <laughs> um, but man, like 
I don't know what what the fuck it is, man, but I used to like watching this guy fight, and he has not won a fight in... I still do, because, like, either way, you're going to see a finish. Either way, you're going to see a finish, but it's been six fucking fights since he had a win, bro. He's he's 0-5-1 in his last six, which, that's fucked. That's very bad. Um, And they're against guys that, like, you know, uh, well, he's lost to Aldo, Zabit, Yair Rodriguez, and Calvin Cater. But this one, like, who the who the fuck is Matus Gamron? Honestly, I know a lot about fighting, and I don't know this guy, but now I know him. Um, but fuck, Apparently to come up. But uh, yeah, man, I don't I don't like that for him. And Stevens uh, is actually now calling out Connor. Did you see that? I did. It's brutal. It's, it's gotten that. I, I I don't even know what to think of that anymore. Like, is calling out Connor? Like, is it because you both feel like you're at the end of your at the end of your like time, or do you just know you're at the end of your time and you're trying to get the biggest money like you can on the way out? Yeah, and and I'm not gonna lie, Connor's been kind of not as as good as he used to be, but you know he hasn't lost six fights in a row. That's for fucking damn sure. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I wanted to say about that one. So I'll let you, let you go ahead. Uh, yeah. uh, Co-main event return of the cupcake. Misha musty Tate. (laughs) Whenever I, whenever I hear the nickname cupcake, you know, that one song like hump me, fuck me. (laughs) Daddy better make me joke. That one, you know, that one. <laughs> the singer of that is Cupcake. <laughs> so every what time I hear, that? every time I hear Cupcake, I fucking just think of that. Think of Misha Tate whenever I hear that song. Busty Misha Cupcake Tate. <laughs> just, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I never realized until the return of Misha Tate that uh, she was so busty. Yeah, she's fucking. What's the word? Uh, voluptuous. Does that make sense? Man, those mommy <laughs> milkies. She's she's built right. <laughs> she exactly. Like she's, she's built correct. <laughs> and you know what? I don't. I don't even feel bad. We have a sus bus. This is the op- This is the straight bus. Yeah. Rolling. The, we might have to think of a different name than the straight bus, but <laughs> yeah. hey, for now we'll roll with the straight bus. Yeah. Sorry, we, we we have the sus bus. We got maybe that. maybe people wear will wear straight bus t shirts. So. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, congrats on your win, um, defeating Marianne Ranao, uh to be a TKO again round three one fifty three. Ground strike. She had her she had her back. You know, flattened out, giving her the business. Couldn't handle it. Uh, but yeah, she came out. She had a great post fight. Uh, I'm not here for fights. I'm here for a belt. Calling out. I'd Nigeru. love to take her back, honestly. God <laughs> damn. Calling out women like Holly Holm. My favorite part is when she said all the women in the division could get it. Respectfully. That's fire. I can get, like, Yo. get it too, honestly. All <laughs> women in the division could get it. Yeah, facts. And I was facts. like, you all can get it. 
disrespectful. Do you know who can't get it though? In my in my opinion, no. There's at least a couple. Nunez, man, she's the only girl that can't get it, bro. I'm hiding. <laughs> I'm hiding. <laughs> if she, if I hear her coming, bro, I'm fucking. I'm. I'm not with that. I'm on lockdown, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. That's a that embarrassed me in front of the world. Facts. <laughs> changing my name. I'm like, it's still a girl, of course. Like. Fucking sleeping. Yeah, it's not even sleeping. Not even a chance. I I gotta change my name, move. (laughs) 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 Oh shit. Fuck. Anyways. Yeah, um, getting to uh, this week's car. We gotta we got return of the juiced up steroid. Uh, the, The smallest steroid user. Hey, 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 hey. There's one more thing we got to touch on. Islam Makachev. We didn't even oh talk about goodness. that one. Yeah, I'm, I almost fucking skipped over the, the, the biggest grind of the night. Islam Makachev. That guy can Putting fucking wrestle, bro. That yeah, guy can yeah, yo, fight. He wrestle, fuck. Think, yeah, of, think of Khabib, and that's it. Like, think of Khabib, and that's, <laughs> that's Islam Makachev. And he's doing the same shit, bro. He's doing the same thing Khabib did. And pretty soon, we're going to have another Khabib if somebody wants Man. to fight him. We, not if Dan Hooker has fuck to say about it. He, he just stole his mate's homework. Yeah, that's facts. I, I remember <laughs> that was a good one. He stole his mate's homework. I like that one from Dan. Um, that was fire. I, I really appreciate that one. And, I don't um, want to see Dan lose again, though, so let's be careful here, Dan. I really don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like Dan Hooker, and I don't want... He, uh, he's sparring partners with Adesanya. Maybe this is a good matchup for uh, Makachev. Maybe. <laughs> um, According to what Dan Hooker's saying, he's running from the fight. Yep. Maybe but, who knows? You never fucking know what what people what what's actually going on behind the scenes now. Exactly. What I do know is that Islam Makhachev wrestled fuck Tiago Moises for four rounds. It and... wasn't fun to watch. It was just pure dominance. Yeah. It wasn't a good fight because like Islam Makhachev had a good fight. He had a great fight. He had the yeah. fight. But it wasn't a good fucking fight because it was just think of Khabib. That's that's really it. It's literally uh, Khabib. The, the the worst part of the fight is that it took him to two thirty eight of round four to finally finish it. I don't even know if like it took him that long. I think he just wanted to go that long. <laughs> I think he just <laughs> well, wanted to get cardio. to the fourth round to show us that he could do it. He tested cardio. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, and he did it, man. He's fucking got the sub. Um, RNC. Yeah, rear naked. Couple of rear nakeds on the card. You always love a good rear naked choke. Fires yeah. me the fuck up. But uh yeah, honestly, that's really all we're gonna say for that for that card there. Um it was good. It was a good card. It was not the worst card I've ever seen. Um and the fact that we just got blessed with UFC two sixty four the week before, I'm not super mad about it. Um it's always when like it's super dry and there's not a lot of fights coming up. When you get a card like that, you're just kind of meh. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we just got blessed with uh, Poirier McGregor makes it worth it. Yeah. And like I said, this, if you are a fan 
this was a this was a great card to watch. You you saw a lot of new talent come up, you, and you saw everyone get finishes. You saw everyone work for a finish. You you know now when though you see that face again, you see that name again, you know what they could do. Maybe you'll put up some money. If you are exactly. a fan, this was a great card. And what I'm gonna say is is always put money on Islam Makachev at this point. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. There's nothing else to it. Um, but yeah, we got a we got a pretty, um, in my opinion, a pretty exciting card um, this weekend. Not not like crazy exciting, but um, you know, I personally haven't seen a lot of women's fights that I've been excited for, and this week I, I believe I, we're getting three really good women's fights and you know it's always exciting because you want to see new stars born in in the women's divisions um like we've said before right now it just seems like the same six women are just you know taking over and being recycled constantly in that division it's good to see some fresh faces gonna say Um, it again we need a women's middleweight division we need a women's middleweight women's heavyweight we need them all Give us all the women. We want it. Um, but, uh, yeah, starting the night, we, there's uh, 12 fights um, this Saturday. Um, you'll be able to catch those on, you know, on PSN, ESPN. Um, those will be on television. Um, won't be hard to, uh, to find. But match 12 of the night, we got Hannah Goldie versus Diana Belbita. Now, I'm not going to lie. I don't know who uh, Diana Belbita is. But um, but Hannah Goldie, um, she's kind of a, an up and comer. Um, this is her second fight in the UFC. Um, she got awarded a contract on Dana White's Contender Series, um, and and she's zero one in the UFC. Um, but uh, it was a three round war. Um, she lost it, but you know, um, she before this she was on a five fight win streak, so. Um, should be exciting. She's young. Um, I, I mean, in terms of MMA, she's 29 years old, so she hasn't hit her prime yet. Um, mm-hmm. So she's still learning. Only six professional fights, um, but she's she's fun to watch. So you know, it's it's the first fight of the night. It's nothing crazy exciting, um, but match 11 um, should be a little bit more exciting. Now, uh, this fight we have Sejara Eubanks. Um, she's, she's fun to watch. She, she fucking swings and she's going to be fighting Elise Reed. Now the, what I remember the most about Sajara Eubanks is that I think she was supposed to fight Amanda Nunes at one point. And everybody was like, wait a minute, who the fuck is this? Um, because at this, because <laughs> at this point in her career, she was just kind of coming in and pretty much just jumping into the fire. Um, she didn't have any notable wins in the division. Um, and she was just coming up to the UFC. I think she was like two and one in the UFC at this point, And they were just going to throw her into uh, a title fight, um, against Amanda Nunes. Cause they needed somebody to fight her. And then, you know, people were just like, fuck that. I don't even know who this is. Um, but wow. aside from that, she's fucking, she's seven and six. Um, not the greatest record at all. She has two knockouts in her career, but she's fought some. Uh, she's fought some. She's got some notable wins. She's beaten Roxanne Modafferi twice. Um, uh, that's and, 
not huge, but we know who Roxanne Modafferi is. Her best win in her career, though, um, was a win against Lauren Murphy, though, hands down. Lauren Murphy's a savage. Uh, I believe she just won the other, like, a couple weeks ago. Um, but, uh, but yeah, seven and six, not the greatest record. She swings. She's lost two in a row. Um, but Elise Reed, she's now 4-0 and in, uh, in her career. This is her first fight in the UFC. In my opinion, she's she's highly touted. Like this is a this is a girl you're gonna want to watch. She's four and zero. She's you know she's coming up to UFC for her first fight against Sajari Eubanks, who is a savage, just an absolute killer. Um, but um, Elise Reed, she's coming from Cage Fury. Um, a lot of good good prospects coming out of there. Uh, but uh, but she's 28 now. Uh, so again, just before her. Uh, Hasn't hit her prime yet, so she's still she's still learning. But if you want to hop on a bandwagon, if you want to hop on a hype train early before anybody says, "Yo, you're just coming along with the hype train," watch this fight. Uh, Elise Reed uh, could uh, could show up pretty big here. Um, but uh, then we got match ten. We got Julio Arce versus Andre Ewell. Now again, this is a, a fight where where I only know kind of one of them. I know Andre Ewell. Um, and he's he's always fun to watch, in in my opinion. Um, he's coming off a loss, but uh, you know, other than that, he's he's two and one in his last three, um, three and two in his last five. Striker versus striker battle. It'll be fun to watch. Both of these guys, I'm sure, are going to go out swinging. Um, so that'll be be an exciting fight. Um, now this next fight, we got Mickey Gall versus Jordan Williams. I don't like Mickey Gall. I don't know why. Um, just, I don't know. That, that's really all I'm going to say about that one. Mickey Gall, he's the underdog, but um, he's six and three. He's fighting Jordan Williams. He's nine and four. Uh, I mean, I know the guy, so it should be an okay fight. Um, match eight here, we have Ian Heinish, who, if I'm not mistaken, was just like being talked about as one of the one of the bigger upcoming stars in the, uh, I believe it's middleweights in the, let me see. Yeah. In the middleweight division, but uh, he's coming off a a pretty, pretty tough loss. Um, And I guess they're just throwing him in there with a a fight. Um, He lost to Calvin Gastelum in his last fight. Um, So that winner of that fight would have, you know, well, Gastelum's, being talked about a lot he's always at the top of the top of the division but losing to a guy like Gastelum is it's okay in my opinion um but he's going in there we got another another good fight he's fighting uh this is a tough one to say Nazardine Imavov who uh he's nine and three um I believe yeah he's had two fights in the UFC uh he's one and one Again, striker versus striker uh, should be a good fight. These are big guys. I expect to see a a finish in this fight. Um, yeah, again, there's there's twelve fights. Um, this one we got Brendan Allen, who I love watching. Brendan Allen's sick. Um, he's this is another tough name. We got Puna Heli Soriano. Um, should be should be a good fight. Like I said, Brendan Allen's fun to watch. Um, he's he's kind of a uh, 
kind of a an up and comer in terms of of uh, he's he's had a few fights in the UFC, um, but he is now four and one um, in his last five. But he's got some big wins. He's beaten Kevin Holland. He's beaten t- t- Tim Breeze, Kyle Daukis, and Carl Robertson. Um, he's lost to Sean Strickland. He got knocked out by Strickland. Um, but Sean Strickland's a fucking killer. Um, so this is, in my opinion, this is going to be a really sick fight. Brendan Allen is 16 and four, only 25 years old. And he's got quite a bit of UFC experience. Again, beating a guy like Kevin Holland, who right now is maybe not at this moment, but he's at the close to the top of the division, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but Kevin Holland special. Kevin Holland something special, and and this guy beat him um, before. This was before Kevin Holland's crazy win streak, which I think was five five wins in a year, which is insane. But the guy he's fighting is a killer as well. Um, he's eight and zero oh, um, in the, and he's two and zero oh in the UFC, coming off two straight knockouts. Um, Brendan Allen, he's he's more of a jujitsu guy, but he does stand and bang. He's fun to watch on the feet. He's just well balanced, but but Soriano, he is. See, I don't know him at all, really, but um, just off his stat sheet here, looks like an absolute killer. Two straight knockouts. This is going to be a sick fucking fight, and I'm ex. Sorry, I'm excited for that one a lot. Um, that one, that one should be good. Now. I know you said you're a you're a Yanez guy, D. So um, I'll let uh, if you want to take the lead on this Yanez fight, I'll let you uh, let you talk about this one here. Go for it, my guy. You want me to? You want me to keep going? I'll keep going. I like your voice. <laughs> All right. You're lulling the you're lulling you're lulling the people right now. Blessed. All right. I'll keep going. Um, Yanez, he's he's. 2-0 and in the UFC, 13-3 and in his career. Um, three straight knockouts, if you're counting his fight on the Contender Series, which was Ooh. in 39 seconds he had that knockout in the Contender Series. This guy fucking bangs. And he like I said, bangs, two, bro. two straight knockouts. This guy's fucking sick. He's 27, eight knockouts in his career, two submissions, extremely well-balanced. Extremely and, special. Super special. He's like I said. He's 27 years old, um, still young. This this card is full of kind of young potential stars, and you know it's exciting seeing seeing guys like that fight. But um, mm-hmm. the guy Yanez is fighting is Randy Costa, who is a beast in his own in his own right. He's two and one in the UFC. Uh, two straight wins by knockout, both in the first round, including his last fight, which was ended in 41 seconds. This fight's going to be fucking sick, man. This fight's going to be crazy. These guys... This is going to be a quick fight. These guys in their last five fights combined have five knockouts. Um, this fight is going to be fun to watch. I expect a first round knockout. Um, who it's going to be, I'm going to take Yanez just because I know he fucking bangs. Um, but bro, he fucking bangs, bro. But this that fight could be the most fucking electric fight of the night. Um, ah, fuck, it's we have the main potential. event. We have the main event still. Um, but yeah, 
crazy. It's going to be a good fight. The more I look at this card, the more I like it. Um, mm-hmm. We're getting into the main card here now. Um, we have Miranda Maverick, who is 24 years old. She's going to be a fucking star, man. She, the way she's, she's now 11 and 2. The way she's um, chucking and jiving over there? Woo. Oh, yeah. She's, she's fucking killing it. She's got seven straight wins. Um, she's 2-0 and in the UFC. Um, she has a TKO at the end of the first round via doctor stoppage. So she fucked up that girl. Um, <laughs> and then she just beat Jillian Robertson, who is... Ext- we all know Jillian Robertson. Maybe not casuals, but um, Jillian Robertson, she's a vet. She's, uh, she's really good. She's got a lot of fights in the UFC and to fight Jillian Robertson at the age of 24. And like, I'm fucking older than this girl, which is crazy. Um, (laughs) I don't want to fight her. I don't want to fight her at all. Um, But, you know, beating Jillian Robertson in your second fight in the UFC when you're only 24 years old, that's really fucking impressive in my opinion. But on the other half here, uh, she's fighting Macy Barber. Um, Macy Barber... I, I still have hope in in Macy Barber. Um, <laughs> I still have hope in her. She is super fun to watch. She she'll go out there and she'll swing. Now she's lost two straight. Um, she's lost to Alexa Grasso, who I I remember watching this fight, and Alexa Grasso looked fucking incredible in that fight. She was putting the craziest combos together, super fast. And at the end of the day, just just uh, just just outpaced Macy. Um, That's what you want to see that, that good that good handwork. Ex- exactly, you like seeing good hands. Um, but the fight before that, she's she's zero two in her last two. Um, but before that, one eight straight. Um, and I'll get into that in a second. But her last two losses was Alexa Grasso, and there seems to be kind of a a theme to these women fights, um, Roxanne Modafferi gets involved in, in the storylines here. Um, Roxanne Modafferi was the one to stop Macy Barber's undefeated streak at 8-0. Um, dominated Macy Barber, which was crazy because nobody was expecting that librarian to win. Um, Roxanne Modafferi? Roxanne Modafferi dominated Macy Barber. Wrestle fucked her. Crazy, hard to believe, eh? Did Macy Barber have one leg? Yes, literally. Macy <laughs> Barber blew out her knee in that fight. <laughs> oh, <okay>. um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, zero and two. But I knew it. But, I knew it. <laughs> but for a while, man, Macy Barber. This, this. You don't see this a lot in the women's division, especially the flyweight division, was coming off five straight knockouts. Five straight knockout wins. Um, she, had a, she had a TKO, um, not in the UFC. This was in the LFA. Um, came in, got a knockout on Dana White's Contender Series Season 2. Um, knocked out Hannah Cyphers, knocked out J.J. Aldrich, and knocked out Jillian Robertson. Julian Robertson was a first round knockout. And then, you know, like I said, the last two two losses were tough. But as young as Miranda Maverick is, Macy Barber's younger. She's only 23 years old still. 
Um, I think it's fucking kind of crazy that the UFC put this fight together because both of these girls have incredible potential and they both have a chance to become absolute stars, um, which is wild that the UFC would just try and crush one of them right off the rip here because if (laughs) Macy Barber's got more to lose here, she doesn't want to go 0-3. But like I said, she's she's only 23 years old. She can bounce back still. She's got a lot of years left. Um, But this is going to be a really good fight. Super high stakes. The the girl who wins this is going to get a massive push. Um, This is going to be really fun. Um, I would definitely tune into this fight. Um, but, uh, but yeah, let's moving on. We got Darren shitty tattoo Elkins. Um, <laughs> worst tattoo in the game, the worst tattoo in history, actually. Um, he's fighting, <laughs> he's fighting Derek Minner. Um, this fight, not crazy, crazy excited about, but it should be, it should be a good fight at, at least. Um, Darren Elkins, he's more well known than than Derek Mil- Miller, Milner, um, Minner. Sorry, Milner. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Oh shit, Derek Minner. But um, yeah, should be should be an all right fight. These guys. This this fight is a casual nightmare. Um, both of these guys like wrestling <laughs> and submissions. You might, you might see a lot of rolling around, um, but you know we'll we'll kind of move on for it. There's not too much to to say about it. Um, this next fight we got Kyler Phillips versus Ra- I might botch this Rowlian Paiva. Now Paiva is coming off two straight wins. Um, he's beaten De La Rosa and Zuma Gulov, my boy, who just had that standing guillotine last, uh, on the Connor McGregor card there. Yeah. Um, so he's got a win over Zuma Gulov. Um, he's got two straight, but Kyler Phillips, um, uh, we fuck with Kyler Phillips here. Kyler Phillips is, it's king shit. Um, king shit. He's 26 years old. Coming off four straight wins, he's now three and zero in the UFC. He's his last win. He beat Song Dong, and Song Dong's a killer. Um, so three and zero. This fight's gonna be really fucking good, man. Kyler Phillips is incredibly fun to watch, and so is Paiva. I've seen them both fight. Um, I'm leaning towards Kyler Phillips on this one. Kyler Phillips is the, the favorite, but I think this is uh, this is a good. Good kind of good guy to bet on. Um, I'm taking Kyler Phillips here, man. This guy is so. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's just he looks like a veteran when he's on his feet, man. Like he he's insane. He's got fast hands, great combos, good use of the kicks. Um, mm-hmm. We we fuck with Kyler Phillips here. Um, Kyler Phillips is uh, he's a dog. He's got the uh, he's got the couch cornerman seal of approval. I think we both fuck with Kyler Phillips. <laughs> um, we might have to start handing those out, eh? Couch cornerman <laughs> seals of so. approval. The stamp. Chris Moutinho. He will never get a couch cornerman seal of approval as long as he keeps <laughs> fighting like that. 
Um, what the fuck? No. Get out of here, kid. We, you'll never see a zombie get the couch quarterman seal of approval. He gets the couch quarterman zombie That's the worst nickname. The worst. <laughs> that is the worst possible compliment nickname you could have in combat sports. You can't. And, uh, you know, Kyler Phillips has the opposite of that. We're going to give him the seal of approval here. Um, exactly. We fuck with him. We fuck with him. We'll, we'll move on from it, though. We got a women's bantamweight fight here. Now, this fight, this one's hard for me. This one's really hard for me because I really like Aspen Ladd. She's really fun to watch. Um, she gets those knockouts. She's young. She's only 26 years old. Um, she's a killer. Now, her one loss in her career came at the hands of Jermaine Durandamy. And Jermaine Durandamy is a fucking killer. I thought Jermaine Durandamy was going to have a chance of beating Nunez until that's when I realized how good Amanda Nunez was, in my opinion, when Nunez absolutely fucking destroyed Jermaine Durandamy. Because yeah. we're like, bro, if Jermaine Durandamy touches Amanda Nunez, if we're like, if Jermaine Durandamy touches Nunez, Nunez is going out. If Jermaine Durandamy touches anybody, they're going out. And Amanda Nunez was like, no, no, no. Fuck all that noise. I'm going to absolutely wrestle fuck this girl and show my grappling skills. But um, Your name's Jermaine. Yeah. <laughs> Jermaine. Everybody you I know Jermaine, named Jermaine are And you massive. have, like, the broadest shoulders. You have the broadest shoulders and the hardest jawline I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> on anyone. Crazy. On anyone. <laughs> on anyone. Crazy. Jermaine. That is an okay loss. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine to lose to Jermaine. You can, you, you can take that one on the shit. Your last loss is to someone named Jermaine. You're good, Aspen. You're, fine. You're good. It's- You're fine. So she's <laughs> she's four and one in her last five in the UFC. Yeah. Um, but she's fucking sick, man. She's a dog. Um, she's got six knockout. We wins. can even con her that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She, she she's fucking sick. We'll, we'll, we'll corner that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh shit. But uh, she's going up. You know, somebody somebody who I love watching myself. She's going up against Macy Chason, and um, this was the last season of um, the Ultimate Fighter. Um, this was the Ultimate mm-hmm. Fighter twenty eight. And she was the winner of it. She beat uh, she beat Kenny Kinzade, um, that card, and she won it. She won the women's the women's uh, what the fuck is the word? I'm ultimate for. fighter. It was women's bantamweight, and she won. She won the ultimate fighter. Oh, that's what I'm trying damn. to get at. All but right. um, she's now eight and one. Um, both of these girls, the again, the winner of this fight is going to get a massive push in the bantamweight division. So. Like I was talking about, like these are some really good women's fights on this card. Each women's fight on this card, I'm super excited about. And I don't talk about being excited for women's fights unless it's because, like I said, all the good women are just recycled. Um, all the good, all the good fighters are recycled um, in the women's <laughs> division. Um, <laughs> that's a better way to put it. Um, but it's going to be a good fight. That's the co-main, and uh, I'm excited for it. I'm leaning more towards Aspen Lad. She's got 
a lot more power in my opinion. Macy Chason has that crazy Muay Thai, so don't let her get you in the clinch. She'll f- absolutely fuck you up with knees. Um, and Aspen Lad, I don't know if she'll be ready for that because she's never fought anyone quite like that other than Jermaine, and she lost. But um, Aspen Lad has a lot bigger names on her resume than Macy Chason does. So I'm leaning more towards Aspen Lad. She's the favorite, um, but either way, it's going to be a good fight. Now, the last fight on the card, the main event, this one I've been fucking waiting for because Woo. I'm not going to lie, man. I I still am, but before all the shit that went down with TJ Dillashaw, he was actually my favorite fighter in the UFC, probably tied with Connor. Um, and that's crazy, bro. Cause TJ Dillashaw has been out for two years. So I haven't talked about him a lot and I'm not kidding, bro. TJ Dillashaw is fucking electric. Um, I don't know he's if he's pretty. still going to be electric, but every time that guy fights, man, it's something special. I remember when I first got back into UFC heavy was GSP versus Bisping in 2017 and the co-main event to that was um, TJ versus Cody Garbrandt. And I remember watching that fight and I saw TJ fucking knock Cody out. And I was like, this guy's fucking electric. I'm a fan. And I've been a fan of him, big fan of him ever since. And I've went back and watched all of his fights. Um, like, he's super fucking good, man. So good. You if he why? comes back and gets the belt, don't don't even talk about it. If he comes back and gets <laughs> yeah. the belt, if he comes back and gets the belt clean, then he might be the greatest bantamweight of all time. And that's not that's no cap. I'm not fucking lying about that one. But hey, he cheated. He cheated, which sucks because it's gross. Yeah. Just gross. Fuck. You're quoting Corey Sanhagen. Fuck. And you're out here quoting Corey. Give yourself a one-on-one yes. advantage in a one-on-one combat situation. It's gross. Fuck, man. Gross. So you're not a fan but, of TJ. But at the end of the day, I don't care. He lives with his decisions. I live with mine. But I, I don't care about it. <laughs> I fucking gross, if you ask me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You literally are Corey Sandhagen. Um, um, no, I really. Besides the, uh, yeah. Besides, besides being he, a cheater. Yeah, I straight up. Besides being a fucking cheat and giving yourself an advantage, so you can punch guys in the face better when that's your job, and no one else has that advantage. Yeah, fucking gross. Um, I am gonna say I really did like T.J. Dillashaw. That for me. Tarnished the reputation, uh, but um, yeah. I like the way he's been acting though. Like usually, you see guys who just seem super fucking fake after they've, you know, been caught. Mm-hmm. TJ Dillashaw decided to come out and tell everybody when, because like you can keep things a secret. Um, who knows how well it's gonna work? You can try and hide it, and you know, just be fucking shitty about the whole situation but he's been he's been incredible like he's he's taken it on the chin like he knows what he did um Mm -hmm. and you know at at the end of the day i think (laughs) 
not to this pedigree, but we've all cheated um, a little bit in our fucking in our lives. In, and, in our lives, we we've all cut a corner. We've all wanted to be better at our I'm job, not, I guess. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I'm playing a board game with somebody, and they're not looking, like if I'm playing Monopoly, I'll scoop a fucking twenty off their fucking side when they're not looking. Are you kidding me? I'm trying to get all the Man, money. I need to win. Bank. I'm not losing. I'm not yeah. losing. And <laughs> hey, TJ TJ Dillashaw, in my opinion, did the same thing. He wasn't. Mm. He didn't want to lose, but you know, he did. Um, fuck. I I like him. I like them both a lot. I really like Corey Sanhagen too. I, These man, are probably Corey, Sanhagen Corey Sanhagen's my favorite band to play in the division. Everything you just said about you, your is how I feel about Corey Sanhagen. Corey Sanhagen's such a cool dude. He's got the sickest fucking tattoo on his back as well. Um, cool knockouts, fun to watch. Um, Man, way he just slept Frankie Edgar. Oh my god, that made me cry, bro. It made me cry because it was it was beautiful. It was amazing. Nobody saw it coming. I don't even know if he fucking meant to do that. (laughs) He just fucking he elevated, bro. He 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 literally floated up into um, he, he the jaw and just like moved sideways somehow. Came down like some and fucking, just like walked it off. Like anime shit. Like he slowed down time, levitated and clipped him with his knee, and then moved to the side while still in the air and landed, <laughs> and not and it got the knockout. It was fucking it, magic. It was amazing. It was so fucking cool. Mm. I hope he doesn't do that to T.J. Dillashaw. My pick here. My, I'm picking two sides of this. My head and my money goes to Corey Sandhagen, but I want TJ Dillashaw to win this. It would be amazing to see TJ Dillashaw come back, take what was his, um, and walk out. You know, walk out of the division. I really want to see that, man. Um, and it sucks that Corey Sandhagen's got to get burned for me to see that, but I, that's what I want. But I'm feelings sorry, aside, fucking run over by a truck. You really think that he's gonna get no? The Sandman's just gonna come sprinkle some fucking sand in his eyes, and TJ's just gonna go to sleep like a good boy. And Corey Sandhagen's gonna move up in the rankings. He'll get his title. The one that Aljamain beat him in a title eliminator in like twenty seconds. That one. No, listen. <laughs> Things happen. Things happen. Yeah, listen, people take your it, back. You get choked out real quick. Listen, Things happen. This this illegitimate champion right now. Don't <laughs> don't get don't exactly get. exactly illegitimate champion took the back of Corey Sandhagen in fucking one second into the fight and choked his ass out cold. He fell he asleep. He slipped. He slipped. He slipped. <laughs> The, fuck, man. This this game is beautiful. This what a beautiful game. What a beautiful sport we have here. This is beautiful. Anything fuck, can happen. Anything can happen on any given night. And the last few fucking cards have shown us that, man. We've seen ankles get wrapped around ankles. We've seen ankles just snap clean off. We've seen get, crazy knockouts. Knees get reaped and guys just start walking again on them. Yeah. Trying to fight another round. <laughs> 
we've seen everything. <laughs> we've seen all the stuff, all the things. And everything. what, a, what you an know amazing what we haven't story. seen? We haven't seen the literally probably the two hottest women in sport fight with no gloves on. Oh shit! Let's get into this fucking piece until, of news here. Until tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow night, bro. I am so horny. <laughs> I cannot wait. I, I am. In- know, I don't know why, but I feel like I'm gonna like cut my palm like a blood brother thing, and like use that <laughs> as lube instead. Just, just and just pretend it's one of their blood. Like as they keep getting punched in the face. Bro, this is fight of the year. <laughs> this oh is God. fight of the fucking year. Paige Van Zandt blood right now. Paige Van Zandt. Versus Rachel Ostovich. This is not for a title. This is for the hottest girl on the planet. This is it. This fight. And you know what the best part is? These girls are like two different kinds of hot, too. Like Rachel Rachel Ostovich, she's that Hawaiian bombshell from the islands. Like slutty hot. She's just fat everywhere you want it. Everywhere you want. She's voluptuous. I've said that a couple times on this she, fucking she, podcast. Rachel Ostovich could carry my children. Like, you look at her and you're like, you can carry my children. You, you Yeah. That, that's a family body. <laughs> and Paige Van Zandt, different kind of hot than Rachel Ostovich. She's more of a... She's, she, she's more of an American like... like uh, I want to see I want to see her on Naughty America. Literally. You know? that's That's what it... I want to see them Fuck. both on Naughty America at the end of the day. No, but like Paige Van Zandt, I see her like fucking Johnny Sims. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know no, what you mean. Like, exactly. Let's them think two. of like think of Paige Van Zandt as like step bro porn, and then think <laughs> yeah. of Rachel Ostovich as step mom porn. That's what it is. Yo, I'm, I think I just did something. That was it. I think I just did it. something. That was it. Sorry. It's, Stepsister, Paige Van Zandt, stepmom, Rachel Ostovich. And they're fighting for your cock right now. They're fighting for it. That's what this fight is. They're they're willing to make each other bleed for it. Maybe we'll that's that's the thought you have to go with. Maybe we'll see a titty fallout. Maybe we'll see something could happen. You never know. Oh man. Let's go. Bro, I'm I'm watching them. I told myself. I told myself I would never watch another bare knuckle boxing fight. The last time I watched, I watched the whole card when Paige Van Zandt had her last fight of bare knuckle. And you know what's <laughs> hilarious? How broken bare knuckle is. Paige Van Zandt is the main event, and Britton Hart, the girl who beat Paige Van Zandt, is on the undercard. <laughs> <laughs> What fucking world? Like, bare knuckle boxing does not give a fuck. They just want hot <laughs> bitches fighting each other with no gloves, all knucks, rappers. all knucks, all ass, all tits, rappers. <laughs> bare knuckle fighting is <laughs> crazy. Sex, bare- money, drugs. sex <laughs> hip-hop, drugs, yeah. <laughs> fucking inbreds, everything. Everything... Like- it's crazy. It's mind blowing. Compare it to like heaven and hell. You have yeah. like heaven. They got like rules and shit. And one day, bare knuckle was like, "Yo, we fucking hate it here. 
We're going to go start our own heaven. We're going to have hookers and blow and fucking rap music. And they went and <laughs> made fucking bare knuckle. <laughs> Bro, bare knuckle might be better than the UFC <laughs> at this point. For putting uh, maybe, this together. Maybe Diego Sanchez was on to something. Maybe Diego Sanchez was on to something. Bare knuckle is better. He, he knew what was up. He knew it was in the works. I'm not kidding. Every person in the world, everybody who likes women in the world needs to watch this card. Listen, I guess I guess we can say tonight because this will be coming out. Everyone that likes women is going to be busting a simultaneous nut. Like the world's going to like literally the, the weight of the earth is gonna like get a little bit lighter at like one moment. If you have said in your life that you will never jack off to um, a combat sports fight, you're about to fucking Whoa. lie to yourself because <laughs> you're jacking off live right now. to this fight. To this, this might actually be the biggest orgy in history. Live. Yeah. Live sports orgy. You're going to get so many people jacking off to the same thing live at once in history. We're about to set a Guinness record, world. Tune in. Tune in. <laughs> Tune in. By yourself, anyway. though. And other MMA news. We got tough this past week where uh, Gilbert Urbina on uh, Team Volkanovsky uh, was supposed to take on Miles Hussinger on Team Ortega. Instead, what happened, you know, uh, Miles Hessinger suffered a little injury during training and he suffered a grade two MCL tear. Tough one, man. Pour yeah. one out. Pour one out for Urbina, man. That sucks. Right? Pour a quick one out. Uh, you know, he went and saw doctors. Apparently, he was given the clearance, you know, the, well, you can do it, but if you if you get kicked there at all, it'll probably get fucked up. Or like if you get into a position where your knee needs to be used, it could probably get fucked up. <laughs> you might have to use your knee in a combat sports fight. Like in <laughs> any, in every situation possible. So, you know, he works on it. He talks to his coaches and Miles Hussinger decides he uh, is going to, you know, he's, he's actually going to call it. You know, fuck it. Three days out, he calls it, and uh, they call in the alternate. They had an alternate waiting in Vegas, a real fucking caveman. I can't even, amazing. Michael, Michael Goodall. He was living in Vegas on his own dime just to be an alternate. They, production told him, go home. No fucking point. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to live in my fucking car just in case something happens. He quit his fucking job because his job wouldn't give him the time off. This guy left his family back home and he was living in his fucking and yeah, he fucking For weeks. Got a whole month. But, yeah. Longer. How many episodes is this? Was this episode five or six? I think this is like eight. This guy's been living in his car for two months away from his family with no fucking job to wait Not for this moment. To, for this exact moment. And he got and it. Gilbert Urbina, he got it and got fucked up real quick. 
like so quick, rip so like so quick that it actually looked like oh man, like he didn't belong. Like god damn, you would. I see why you were an alternate. Like you didn't. Make it <laughs> I see why you didn't make the cast. <laughs> yeah, like you should go level. back home and you waste like, your time at this it, point. It, it did not look pretty. You already been that would just work literally within. Probably, I'm gonna be generous and say 15 seconds. Urbina had his back, and he would just warm down, and he tapped via rear naked by the end of the first. Like, whereas there was enough time left in the clock, he he wasn't crunching for time, and he he tapped him out via rear tough naked. One. Just a tough one. This could have been a magic moment. That this world's evil. I'm leaving right? it up. I'm leaving it to that again, man. <laughs> This world, this fucking world is so evil. (laughs) Not giving people their moments. Crazy. We were just talking about how the world is good because the fucking wife beater got knocked out. We're like, maybe this world is good. But this world doesn't want to see people winning. They don't want to see people winning. Never. Never. The only people this world wants to see winning is Jeff Bezos. That's the only guy the world wants to see winning. Because that guy, nothing can go fucking wrong with for him. Honestly. Dr. Evil. Did you fucking tune... In other news, this is not even fight news. I just want to fucking bring this up. Did you fucking watch that? Did you see that or hear about that? He went to the fucking moon? Not the moon. Outer space? Wow. Jeff Bezos. Live. Yeah, I've, I've been fucking... here. I didn't know he actually did yet. but Bro, he went... The whole trip was 11 minutes. He just... Jeff fucking Bezos and his brother, along with an 82-year-old woman and an 18-year-old kid, hopped in a fucking rocket, shot up the fucking outer space just to look at the Earth for four minutes. Came back down, landed fucking pretty much in the exact same spot they fucking shot from. This whole time, I was like, I hope this fucking fails, kind of. Like, how <laughs> great... Because I, I was at work watching this, because what I do at work is watch TV, pretty much. So, I was uh, <laughs> just watching this live, sitting there in my fucking chair, watching this thing shoot off into fucking outer space. Looked fake as fuck, bro. I still think we're living in a simulation. This, you're telling me... There's no, there's all the technology we have in this world. You couldn't strap a fucking 4K camera onto that rocket and show us a legitimate fucking shot of Earth live. Come on. Come on. Right? Yeah. The camera, bro, this thing looked like a giant. Have you seen Austin Powers? Yeah. You know when, like, he goes to space and everybody's, like, looking and it looks like a giant dick? That's literally what it looked like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's floating in space. You literally see a camera. And then you see blue sky. And you see this little white thing just moving like this. Oh, God. And apparently, it's going to space. <laughs> it's just moving like this, bro. You're telling me we can't get a normal fucking camera and, like, look at that? Like, what? Bro, I've seen some crazy pictures, bro. And mm-hmm. we get this little fucking thing. Looks like a giant, not even giant. It looks like a little fucking cock floating in the sky. <laughs> no, you're not even fucking hung. <laughs> Literally, it's a small <laughs> cock. 
Not even thick. It's not thick. <laughs> short and skinny. The ultimate. The worst. If you're short and skinny, <laughs> fuck. I you got nothing bad. going for you. I'm you're short and fat at least. Like <laughs> a fucking can of tuna. Yeah. Chunky soup can. <laughs> yeah, it's like as thick as my fucking forearm, but it's like it's like maybe happening. It doesn't like a, fit at all yeah. in anything. I got to work with what I get. Yeah, no. and at least, at least I at least having girth makes up for the shortness. But if you're short and skinny, well, good luck, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know why. I just that kind of just popped up in my head. I just wanted to fucking talk Rant about, about that. Jeff for a few seconds. I Jeff, wanted to Jeff fuckhead. I wanted to hop on Uncle Dana real quick. Yeah, go to that. Go to that. He did say something during uh, the episode during Ultimate Fighter, or just said something in general that I, I kind of didn't agree with. I've kind of heard him say it over the years. But Miles Hessinger, everyone here, everyone just heard. That he did, uh, he had suffered a grade two MCL tear and he pulled out of the fight. And uh, Dana made a comment, you know, about uh, he did get doctor clearance. So, you know, if you don't, guys don't want to be here and they don't want to fight, they're, that, that's too bad. And, you know, like I, I only want guys that really want it when they're here. And, you know, he kind of tried to make him feel like a bitch for it. I really didn't like that because guy has a grade two MCL tear. Like, I like we know fighters don't go into the ring at a hundred percent. You know, they might have, you know, a little injury here, you know, something might be nagging them there, but to, I guess, essentially be encouraging fighters right now to go in with a grade two MCL tear, just to follow their dream and maybe make it to the finale. It, uh, it, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth right now. And, um, it 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 makes me double think or even triple think about uh, the end quote excuse that Connor was giving, and see and now seeing him like literally say that it it puts some validity to uh, the claims fucking Connor was making on uh, Dana and the doctors knowing, and would they would rather push the fight for money? Yeah. Um... You you know what? You can't always agree with your uncle. You still love him. You can't agree with him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you still love him, but sometimes your uncles say some stupid shit. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. And that's it. Because hey, that, that's really your your uncle is my dad, pretty much. Not by <laughs> like not by like blood or anything, but you know. Your uncle's my dad, and I'm sure my dad said some things to you that you didn't fucking agree with, but I'm sure oh, you yo, love that's him. wild. <laughs> um, he's my uncle. Yeah, he's your fucking uncle. Um, but yeah. Um, hey, he's a fucking businessman at the end of the day, man. He wants to see people fight. I don't agree with this take. I think he should have been like, fuck, man, that sucks. Um, I really don't want to see you fight if your knee's going like this. Like, this guy, yeah, he's got a huge chance of, you know, being something, and he's pretty much on the fast track to it if he can get a win. But mm. 
let's say let's say he lost this fight and he fucked up his fucking knee, he's fucked. He's, exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's a lose lose. Like even if you and win a and you fuck chance, up, he is gonna lose because his knee's already fucked up. And the thing is, is this is a tournament, man. He's gonna have to do multiple fights after this. Multiple fights. That so are even get if he together because the competition play. Even if he gets this win and his knee holds up, it's a little bit sore. He's gonna have to fucking go in there again. And just isn't like he he made the right call. Honestly, it exactly. sucks to make this call, but but it's a grade two tear. It's not you know it's not it's not a sprain. It's it's not a bruised. It's he's young. Yeah. He's and young. He's young and you, it's partially torn. You don't want to fuck your knee up for life. You could you could stay off of it for two weeks and it'll be okay. Or you can possibly fucking aggravate it as much as possible every day, fucking five hours a day for the next fucking two weeks. Yeah, man. So sad, but it, what can exactly. you do? It's, it is, yeah, it's really hard to hear. I think he made the right call. Uh, I just, you know, I, I guess maybe for rating for TV, maybe, I don't know. Maybe just, I don't, I just didn't like hearing that. Uh, you, you don't, I guess, he's, he is a businessman, but you don't like coming, you don't like hearing, I guess, that kind of stuff coming from the top. Yeah, I agree. It, it, makes, you, it, it makes you feel like he just looks at them like numbers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, uh, I agree. But you want to hear something have... fucking wild? Yep. Logan Paul might fight Anderson Silva. Yep. What the fuck? What? Simulation. It's a simulation. I said this. <laughs> Do you want to hear a simulation? fucking wild? Logan Paul might fight Anderson Silva. You want to know something fucking even more wild? Logan Paul might beat Anderson Silva. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what no. fucking world are we living in? Well, we're seeing this. What fucking Man, world are we living in? Anderson Silva broke his leg and people were like, I could beat him. Like, everyone said that. Apparently. Literally everyone was like, I think I could take him now. Anyone who's boxed for more than six months, <laughs> I can beat this guy. <laughs> Literally. That's it. But... um yeah, man. I don't know. That makes me fuck. I don't want to see Anderson Silva fight no more, man. Teach. Teach. You're fucking probably a great teacher at this point. I guarantee you. Just stop this. Teach anyone, bro. People <laughs> would pay thousands for you to teach them one class. One class. You, one you hour. You can make money that way. You yeah, can make maybe. you. Somebody would literally pay you probably five k to teach them how to do a fucking front kick for one hour, <laughs> and you don't even have to do it. You don't even have to do it. You can just say, "Watch this fucking video." Boom, play <laughs> me kicking Vitor Belfort in the face. Say, "Do that," and that's all you have to do. You don't even have to be fucking good at teaching, because. Even if somebody says, yeah, Anderson Silva's a shit teacher, you're going to be like, nah, I'm still going to go try it out. <laughs> I get that to hang out with Anderson Silva learn. for one hour. That's that it. That means you can't learn. I'm a, I'm a better learner than you. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. Fuck, congrats to Logan Paul for this being talked about, man. It's I do like Logan Paul better than Jake Paul, so 
the fact I just don't like that it's Anderson Silva. To, yeah, if I had to choose one, I guess it's Logan. But in Paul news, I guess if whatever fucking Poye gets the fucking sleepy McGregor chain, and now I think he's going to auction it off and donate the money to his own charity. Very nice. I might commit grand larceny and go steal that chain and jump into a volcano with it just to break <laughs> the McGregor curse. You know, like Lord of the Rings, he's got the ring and he falls into fucking whatever the fucking mountain's called. I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy. Frodo's holding the ring and he just I'm, jumps in I'm less with of a the, Lord ring. Of the Rings guy. I have no idea what you're talking about. Fuck, exactly. Um, <laughs> what am I even saying, bro? I'm, I want to go get that and fucking destroy it. Yeah, you really don't like that chain. I don't like that chain. <laughs> and I'm sure Conor McGregor's got my back on this one. Conor McGregor can fund the mission. Conor, if he you would. fund this mission, I will get the Sleepy McGregor chain and I will throw it away forever. You'll never see it again. I'm going to give it to Jeff Bezos next time. He goes to space for 10 minutes. <laughs> and he's gonna go up there. I'm gonna flick it out the window. Boom! That space is problem now. <laughs> it's gonna float there forever. <laughs> gonna float around space until one day, when we're fucking smart enough to be flying around space, somebody's gonna fucking find it. Somebody's gonna find chain? it. It's a chain, bro. <laughs> is that a fucking chain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> grab it, boom, Jake Paul comes back to life. I, I don't know why everyone turned into aliens and they're <laughs> Fuck. All right. Do we have any other news we we, we got to uh, get through here, or should we uh, should we call it and kind of keep this episode shorter? Uh, just some Diaz news for some reason. Like I I really want to talk about this because I I really want to wonder why everyone is talking about him. Like, yep, like, I, for some reason, like Nate Diaz, the most charismatic guy, because now Gilbert Burns just wants to smoke. He's just been calling him out. They've been having Twitter beef. Um, but my thing is in this entire time, like I've talked about Nate Diaz, Gilbert Burns, Nate Diaz, Dustin Poirier, Nate Diaz, and Conor McGregor. Uh, Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz, and Amara Usman. Yeah, Kamaru Kamar Usman. You know who nobody has mentioned? <laughs> Leon Edwards. This fucking <laughs> poor guy, man. Nobody <laughs> likes him. Why? I like why? him. I like I Leon him. <laughs> I want to know why Nate Diaz is so charismatic. We just keep watching with his ass kick. But right now, if Nate Diaz was to get any of those fights, I would bet on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who am I? What is wrong with me? Crazy. Why? What is wrong with all of us? Why I haven't even we... heard anybody say Leon Edwards' name. Why do we just love Nate Diaz? Why do we we don't Nate even Diaz? really we don't even really talk about Leon Edwards. Not until now when I was not until now. <laughs> Fucking poor guy, man. He deserves <laughs> he deserves oh, a big fight, but he's on a fucking tear right now. Like He's like he's making the division his bitch slowly. 
slowly making it his bitch. And Everybody wants not, to fight him. He's not getting any love, any love for it. Um, no love. Last bit that I think I have, I see uh, Chandler calling out Justin Gaethje because uh, he's, yeah, he's a like, man. I've, I've called him out like three, four times and he keeps ducking me. And obviously Gaethje's firing back. He's like, no, nah, bitch. No, I'm not. So that is possibly in the works. And that's a good that fight. Is, that's something that I would definitely like to see. I can I get behind that fight. Yeah. Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. That's yeah. a fucking banger of a fight, man. That feels that feels good to me. That feels right. right? I feel like that, that fight in my body. I, I, feel my like, I feel like that feels like so, like so good of a fight that it's a number two. Yep. And I can smell that fight. Like, you know how you can, you know how you can smell fall coming? Like, I, it's the <laughs> same smell. It's the same the, smell. The smell is fall. And it's like mixed with rain. Yeah. Fall. When it's you wake up good, in the morning, you smell the morning dew. That's this fight. This is exactly what this fight smells like a to me. Good fights on the horizon. It's another day. Mm. Another fight. <laughs> same thing. God damn. This, this fight. This fight is a fight you wake up in the morning, you have a good fucking stretch, have a good coffee, and you put your fucking fight pants on because you got a fucking banger of a fight coming here. This fight, I need this. I need this in my life. This will right all all the wrongs that have happened recently. I don't even care who fucking wins. I don't care who wins. This fight is crazy. I need it. I need it inside my body. That's it. Would you rather Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje or save a box of kittens from a burning building? Justin, can you hear me? Barely. How about now? A little better. Okay, I'm going to answer that question. My mic just died, but I would way fucking rather see that fight than save any kind of animal. <laughs> any Not animal. an animal ever. Fuck I, animals, pretty much. At this point, I don't even want animals to exist. <laughs> if I'd rather this fight, like, I want it to be only humans on this planet. If this fight happens, jeez, you heard it here first, folks. David hates animals, and he would rather just see people get punched in the face. So, from him and I, once again, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Couch Cornerman. I just told you my name is D, and that's David. And we hope that you guys enjoyed your stay. We'll be back next week, Friday, with another episode of only the hottest takes for you guys. And if you can't wait until then, you guys got to make sure that you're following our meme pages at Couch Cornerman on Twitter, at Couch Cornerman on Instagram. And if you're looking to get featured on Couch Cornerman or you guys just want to hop into the conversation, have any topics, questions, anything like that, you guys just feel free. Send us a DM on, a DM on any of those platforms. So with much, with much love and appreciation, words are tough. Let's get the fuck out of here. Take it easy, guys.